Jared, I'll do it. You're listening to Here's the Catch with David Lombardi, Matt Barrows, and Dennis Brown on the Athletic Podcast Network. Well, our guest this week is another very fitting one. It's former 49ers linebacker Patrick Willis, multiple-time All-Pro winner, and now he's going to be watching the 49ers go to the Super Bowl. Pat, how's it going, and how does it feel to be watching this 49ers team go all the way? Oh, man, it feels awesome. It feels awesome to see those guys back, you know, winning. And not just winning, but winning in a big fashion and uh, getting ready to play for the big one. So I'm excited for that, for that, for them and the organization. Hey, Patrick, just walk us through getting ready for a Super Bowl, the mindset, and what this team can kind of expect. For us, you know, uh, in 2012, obviously, you know, we didn't we didn't accomplish the overall mission, which was to win the Super Bowl, but. Just getting ready for that game, just the few veteran guys we had who have played in some. Then just us just being hungry to know like how precious to be able to be there was, especially, you know, first four seasons of my career, you know, was not so good. And those guys had their down years. And so it's really going to be important that they keep the focus. I know they got a, a young team, but it's like they've been doing a great job our year just being them so just do what they've been doing and uh, just be a little bit more focused and I'm sure they're gonna get it done. Hey Patrick it's Matt Barrows uh, we were just talking to Joe Staley about his recollections from that Super Bowl and he was talking about how chaotic and how hectic the week was in New Orleans and just all the media obligations I, I wanted to get your thoughts on that what do you remember from sort of the run-up uh, to the game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it was. I mean, being down in New Orleans, once you got the distraction of just, you know, family, and, and I don't want to use the word distraction, but it can be in a way because, you know, you have everybody that you want some of your time, uh, whether it be media, whether it be family, and it was pretty chaotic, but um, I feel like, you know, we've done a, a decent job at handling it. Pat, uh, this 49ers team, I think, it has a special connection to when you and Navarro Bowman were playing for the 49ers. We, we talked to Drake Greenlaw after he was drafted, and and he said that really his inspiration, his two role models were you and, and, and Navarro. He was, I think, probably in middle school and high school when you guys were roaming the middle of the field back in the day. So he now is, you know, obviously has taken his play to the next level. I'm wondering, have you had a chance to meet Dre yet? And what does it mean to see, you know, 49er make such a critical contribution you go from Seattle to that stop at the one yard line to what he's done in the playoffs what does it mean to see a guy who grew up idolizing you make a uh, make such a huge contribution to this 49ers team yeah yeah first of all I would just like to say you know I appreciate him uh, the love that he showed Navarro and I uh, it was a pleasure to play with Navarro a heck of an athlete but to see what Dre has done has been tremendous um, he stepped in and uh, fulfilled a role that not many people were really were really uncertain of where Quan went down he stepped in right along with Warner and has played phenomenal football and it's an honor to see him doing his thing and he's a fellow SEC linebacker so you know that's always a big big props but it don't surprise me at all because a lot of us guys who come from that division maybe a little biased but we tend to get in and, and get the job done so Fred Warner I mean he's a young guy he's come in he's played well at a super high level and he's become kind of the leader of this team. When you look at him, what do you see, Fred Warner? Yeah, yeah, man. I, I've been a uh, man. I probably sound like everyone else, but you know, from the first time I saw him play to seeing him just 
played the way he's played, and, uh, especially starting out this year. I, I was like, man, is he going to come in and you know have a better second year than he did first year? And he certainly has done that. And uh, he's made some phenomenal plays and really just put that defense on his back. And, and really, man, they've all just played really well together. And he's done a great job of just being uh, one of the forefront guys to that defense. And um, it's been exciting to watch him play and really just see all them guys get all the love. Kind of go back to Harbaugh days when he said, you know, always happy for the next man's success. And um, that's certainly me. And um, it's been a pleasure to see those guys play at a high level at the linebacker position and really just across the board as a defense and really as a team. So I'm excited for them, and they're very deserving to be in the position that they're in right now to go get that number six. And they win it. We all win it. So I'm really rooting for them. When I think of Patrick Willis, I think of the tackle you made on Sean Morey in uh, Arizona when you ran him down the whole length of the field, uh, a wide receiver. I'm just wondering, where where does that play rank in your mind? And do you feel like that is the the most iconic Patrick Willis play of your career? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I just, you know, when I, when I look back at that play, you know, it was just one of the things that, you know, I've always been a firm believer that we don't stop until the whistle is blown. And I, I hadn't heard no whistle, even though it was, people, the players would look kind of shaky um, from the beginning, but um, that's just, for me, that's just how life has always been. You no know, run until, you know, you have nothing else to give. And I was just able to catch him, and, you know, it was a pretty awesome play when you look back. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just grateful for every play that I was able to go out there and make and have the opportunity to make. Pat, Luke Keekley just retired, and obviously there have been a lot of comparisons between you and him. I think you guys qualified for the same amount of all pro teams, and, and your career lengths were both exactly the same. I'm wondering uh, what your thoughts on that were, and, and was Luke a guy that uh, you knew or have been in touch with ever since this news? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I didn't know Luke personally, um, but I've always heard great things about him and always admired his play at the linebacker position, and he played it at a at a high level and at a great level. And, man, you know, when I heard that he had made the decision for his reasons, you know, I'm not 100% sure, but I understood and wish him all the best as he goes forward. And, um, yeah, I totally understood where he was coming from. Patrick, uh, since your retirement, tell us what you've been up to. I know I've seen you around a couple games, saw you last week. What's going on in Patrick Willis's life right now? Yeah, (laughs) dude, that's a great question, man. I mean, if I tell you I had it all figured out, you know, I would um, I'd be lying. But one of the biggest things I wanted to make sure that was when I finally hung up my cleats that I'd be able to decide what it was that I wanted to do. And I knew for a while it was to just really rest because I had never I never knew what that was. From the time I was young, a lot of people just only equate football with just, you know, hard work. But my life itself was hard work. And so now I'm just blessed to be where, where I am through a lot of hard work and a lot of grinding, but it was what I had saw all those years ago. So now I'm just getting to live that dream doing, um, doing just the little things that I'm, that I do. So, but it's been, it's been well, uh, you know, as well as I do, you know, the transition is, I guess is different for each one, but similar. And, you know, once you make that decision, you know, you make it and you got to go into the next, the, the afterlife or the next world. So I'm just working on that. And each day I was a little better enjoying it. So yeah, just, just making the most of it. Yeah. And, and the hardest thing to do is as a professional athlete is to reinvent yourself. And it was mm-hmm. tough for me. And, but like you said, you move on. And a lot of things that you learn from football transitions into the real world. So I thank you for coming on and helping me with my transition. No, no, hey, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. And, and may you continue to do what 
what lights you up. And, and that's all I can give uh, any person is really just to do what, do what you enjoy doing. And, and it won't feel like a job. It won't feel like, you know, you, you suffering or whatnot. So if that's what you enjoy, man, that's working for you, then, you know, I'm rooting for you. Patrick, are we going to see you in Miami? Are you going to stay at uh, Frank Gore's house maybe uh, during the Super Bowl? <laughs> you know, still uh, still uh, figuring it out. I may go down there or I may just end up uh, watching it with um, with some friends and uh, just enjoying it. So biggest thing is just I'll be rooting them on and wishing them the uh, – Hoping them all the best. Well, we got to finish by asking what you think is going to happen. It's Pat Mahomes and, uh, I mean, I guess same name as you, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Willis. You never had a play against him, but he's a handful against a resurgent 49ers defense featuring some linebackers who at least model part of their game after you. Uh, what, what's going to happen, Patrick? What do you think is going to go down in this Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, Kansas City has played really well all year. The offense has been, you know, the talk of their team and for us, you know, I feel like, you know, the 49ers have been uh, really – defense has been phenomenal, but the offense has been just as good. And uh, special teams has played well. So, I mean, me personally, I feel like we have the edge because we're the most balanced team. But at the same time, man, it really just it depends on who wakes up that morning and with their minds right and say, you know, today is going to be our day and really just be convinced it's what it is and willing to go until the last second click zero and then you know look up then but it's going to be a fight but i feel like our guys have all that it takes to get it done um because they've been playing really well so far and riding the wave that they were supposed to ride to get here but at the same time we all know that what goes up you know has a tendency to come down at the most interesting time so let's hope that they <laughs> ride that out and bring home number six and then we can all like ride off into the sunset together oh that's awesome well patrick willis that's a Great note to end on. Thank you very much. And we'll talk to you after the Super Bowl. Uh, no problem. Thank you for having me. Wow, that was powerful. Uh, I'm happy that we got Patrick Willis on because I, I don't think there's a single guy better, Matt, to put everything into perspective. And what, what he said there at the end really wrapped everything up. I'm ready to go out there and watch the Super Bowl. Hell, I'm ready to go out and play the Super Bowl right now after listening to him. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think he touched on the fact that, you know, windows uh, open up for teams and they, they close. Uh, very quickly as well. So strike while the iron is hot. Uh, I think this is very much a, an ascendant 49ers team, but uh, I think we all felt that about uh, the, the 11 and 12 49ers as well. And then uh, after they lost in Seattle in 13, it was all over. So some, some good lessons. And uh, I think that uh, Miami is going to be full of 49ers alumni. Uh, just like these last few games were here in, in Levi Stadium. And, and those guys will all be able to provide good perspective on playing in a Super Bowl. And Dennis, you probably feel the same way. Just kind of, uh, I don't know whether you remember listening to older 49ers when you were playing or or what, but, but how valuable can that be? I mean, it, it's huge. And uh, having guys around to kind of help you through this time is, is, is such a benefit. And you know, this has been a great season. There's been a lot of alumni around, but there's been a lot of alumni around, you know, during the bad years, too. But, you know, they're more kind of uh, uh, featured when the team is on the way to the Super Bowl. So, you know, Patrick has been around through the good and the bad times since he's been gone. And it's great to know that, especially these linebackers, they kind of look up to guys like him and Navarro Bowman. So, you know, this is a fun time and it's a great time to kind of pull from a lot of experiences I'm getting a lot of phone calls about the Super Bowl, how we prepared for that Super Bowl back in 95. And, and I'm sure Patrick Willis is going to be doing the same thing. 
Yeah, it, it is an interesting preparation process just because of how busy it's going to be for the players in Miami. You have to realize the Super Bowl is not just the biggest football event and one of the biggest sporting events in the world. It is also a massive cultural entertainment, even a political event, because I think the president has a press conference on Super Bowl Sunday. So it's, you know, all spheres of the world somehow, some way get involved in this. And a lot of the 49ers time is going to be consumed by that in Miami next week. So uh, that's why we're on the show right now, just to really set the table for what the 49ers are about to enter. They have practice on Thursday and Friday, and after that, they'll have, I think, a day off or something a little bit lighter on Saturday before flying out to Miami on Sunday. Then the real world wouldn't begin. So while we were in the locker room, Matt, it was uh, it was chill in there. Obviously, a lot of media, but you could tell that it wasn't a game week. You could tell the 49ers are still in that lower energy mode, which I think is a good thing. You don't want to peak too early. Right now, they're trying to build up, install the game plan, and be ready to embrace the fire that is Super Bowl week at the right energy level. And I think from the logistical side of things, as far as health goes, that's also looking pretty good. The only guy that's fully out of practice right now is uh, Tevin Coleman, who dislocated his shoulder, but they think they may even get him back next week. So right now it's uh, business as usual for the 49ers, and it's about to get really, really busy. Yeah, and I think uh, they've got uh, just the right mix of veterans and, and, and young guys on this team. We talked to Emmanuel Sanders. By the time we get out to Miami, it's going to be chaos. we got media day. we got all kind of obligations. It's not going to be like your regular schedule that we're used to in terms of, um, you know, getting off of work, going home, hanging out at home. It's it's going to be, you're going to be getting pulled left and right in terms of uh, different obligations that you got to do. And so you got to handle all that. But at the same time, uh, it's all, it's it's about, you know, like I said, making these young guys visualize it so that when it does happen, they're not just hit them upside the head, you know, they see it before it comes. To talk to Joe Staley. My Super Bowl experience was, uh, you know, a long time ago. I mean, I think, uh, Something I can really draw from that is just how chaotic it is when we get down there. Um, telling a lot of the younger guys they know what to expect and make sure the, the distractions that kind of come with that game are not so, so much so with the game, but they're like, you know, all of a sudden you have 20 family members that are down there. Everybody wants to have an experience down there. Um, just managing all that, making sure you have someone, you know, like I tell my mom and my, and my wife, it's like, hey, you're going to be the no person. Like, we're going to have a set dinner that we're going to go to, but... You know, this is a business trip for me, and I tell a lot of the guys the same thing, is to, uh, you know, manage your expectations of your family, uh, what you're supposed to do down there, and really focus on the game. These are all guys who have been to a Super Bowl and can sort of guide these younger players through what they're going to experience uh, this week. And the media is a big part of it. Family and media are the two big distractions. Those are the two themes today. Your family gets down there and they want it to be an experience and they want to have dinner with you, a player, and you know, go do things and experience the Super Bowl with you. And your job as a football player is to stay focused on the game. And, and Joe Steely said that that can be a distraction. And then the media is the other part of it. 6,000 media members are credentialed for this game. I think it's 26 different countries. So, yeah, a massive, as David noted, cultural experience. I wanted to ask Dennis, what was your media experience? Do you remember that being chaotic and just a uh, an avalanche when when you were preparing for the game yeah i, I mean it, it's a circus i mean you you get there and you know the media day is crazy because everyone's all the different media folks are trying to get interviews they're trying to get quotes they're trying 
you know, to get a little bit inside of the game and you're walking around, you know, you've got your your sweats on or whatever, and you, you really just kind of want to, you know, go back to your room and go back to practice. And But it's part of the experience, and you're exactly right. You know, once your family gets there, then it becomes kind of a vacation. You know, I was married. I had two children at the time. Uh, my in-laws came. My sister came. And, you know, they want to see the town, and I just really want to focus on the football part. So, you really kind of have to to organize your calendar where you have your family time and you you have your media time, and then you have your you know the most important thing your practice time and and that was the key and you know the 49ers do such a great job uh, especially during the Super Bowl separate hotels you know the team hotel then you have your family hotel but it's key to kind of you know figure out what you want to do and and where you want to focus but your your main focus has to be on preparing for that game. And, you know, that's the most important part. So if I gave some advice, it would be, you know, plan your schedule, have your wife or your mother, your girlfriend, whoever it is, take care of your ticket request and all that stuff. But because it's a business trip, you know, it's a nice business trip. It's the best business trip, but it is still the business trip. And you got to play a football game. Yeah, at the end of all this, there will be a football game between the high-powered Kansas City Chiefs, especially their offense against uh, the very, very vaunted 49ers defense. But the, the matchup that I think people aren't talking about enough is the 49ers offense, which has been excellent this year. In fact, they've had the best rushing offense in the NFL since everybody's been healthy since week 12. And they've also had a prolific passing attack when needed. So that's going to be facing up against a Kansas City defense that's not nearly as strong as the 49ers uh, defense. So as Patrick Willis said, the 49ers are the more balanced team, and I think that's clear. The question will be, does Patrick Mahomes' explosiveness overcome the 49ers' balance? And that's something that we'll delve much further into or during our episodes next week. Uh, we'll have a lot of them from Miami. There's going to be different guests, I'm sure, as will be posted up on Radio Rose. So make sure that you tune into the Here's the Catch podcast then, because it's certainly going to be an intriguing build up to what has the potential to be one of the great Super Bowls, in my opinion. You really have two great components on both sides with the Chiefs and the 49ers. So for now, we're going to sign it off. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Patrick Willis and brace yourselves for more because there's a lot more coming on the other side from Miami. For Dennis Brown, Matt Barrows, this is David Lombardi. We're saying so long and see you in South Beach next week.